This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, friends. How y'all feeling today? Happy Thursday. It's a game day, sunny day. And cold, but hey, we're okay. We're doing all right. We got a couple of hours to kill here on the Workday Red Zone, and we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, got a full studio, got a good guest coming up today, so I think we should be able to power through just fine. All right, today. Appreciate you tuning in here on again on our uh, variety of signals. Reminder that you can take us with you on the go. Just type 953theticket.com into your website browser or download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today, that is very easy to do. You can call us at 870-930-3776. You can also interact with us on social media. That's at facebook.com slash 953theticket. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, you can also use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's poll question. It's up. You guys are answering. We'll tell you what it is in a moment after we get through the rest of the introductions. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. He's going to be here with us again for hour one. Again, just glad to have you back in studio. I'm glad to be back, <laughs> believe me. Those two weeks I was out were not fun. Andrew Bowen. Also here with us today, producing. Hey, hey. Kind enough to fill in for Kate Carlton, as, of course, Kate has got some women's hoops to call tonight, but they'll be busy today. There is a setup today, correct? Yes. Okay. He'll so. be calling in from wherever he is. <laughs> All right. Mobile. So. There you go. He's a mobile. <laughs> I, I can't keep just, track. <laughs> I hope he's just hanging out at Wenzel's. I would do the show at Wenzel's if I could. I saw his tweet last night, the picture of the uh, the menu. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Yeah. If you go to Mobile, Alabama, and you don't have gumbo, Preferably at Wenzel's. You're, you're doing, doing something wrong. wrong, yeah. See, I don't get the gumbo, but I do get the oysters. Okay, you get the so, oysters. I mean, that, it's, that it's, it's not like I'm not, not getting You're not doing it wrong. You're, yeah. you're doing it fine. I'm just doing it, I'm just doing it differently. We'll, different. we'll allow it. <laughs> uh, as far as what's coming up today and what we'll be talking about, a lot of basketball on the slate, obviously, with both the A-State women and men slated to return to action tonight. Thank goodness. So looking at what is going on there, of course, it's been 12 days since the A-State men have played. But uh, tonight, it's UT Arlington that they'll be taking on at First National Bank Arena. The Red Wolves have actually lost three in a row to the Mavs. So looking to snap that skid. Your game time is at 7 o'clock. That means pregame coverage starts up at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Meanwhile, A-State women's basketball, of course, is on the road, as we just mentioned, in Mobile, taking on South Alabama tonight. And... Red Wolves looking for the fourth overall straight win. That one also tips off at 7, so that also means pregame coverage at 6.30. And, of course, that one here on the ticket. Elsewhere last night, a shorthanded Memphis squad. No match for reigning NBA champion Milwaukee. Grizzlies losing 126-114. Grizzlies, of course, without several key players, including Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain, due to both injuries and health and safety protocols. A big night for Ja. He led the Grizz in scoring with 33 points. Jaron also a big night as well, but just not enough bodies. They they didn't have enough. They did not. Did not have enough bodies. Desmond Bain is a stud. Yeah, he's a great shooter. And he's good on defense. That whole team is good on defense. Now, you can't prove it by last night, but hey. Again, you had 
a total of, gosh, at least five players out last night. Yeah. So, yeah, you're just eventually. Eventually your depth runs out. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a reason why some of the two play, two-way players they brought up are usually two-way players. Yeah. And uh, just did the best they could with what they had. Unfortunately, not enough last night in Milwaukee. Uh, looking at what we've got on tap for you today, looking forward to this, 1230 today. We mentioned this yesterday. Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones is going to be with us. There has been some A-State football news lately as we've been kind of trying to figure out what's been going on with the coaching roster. Uh, we'll see if there's anything that Jones can tell us today. Of course, there's some things, you know, even if there is a new addition that's been rumored, sometimes there has to be different I's dotted and T's crossed from a university public employee standpoint. So I don't know if he's actually going to be able to come out and say today, hey, we've hired this person and this person is on staff. But, I mean, we'll find out at 1230 when we ask him. We'll, also. A- we'll ask him. The only yeah. thing, yeah, the only thing negative he can say is, well, I can't tell you yet. Yeah. And in addition to that, of course, if you've been keeping tabs on social media with A-State football, you'll notice that uh, I think it was a couple of nights ago, maybe back three nights ago, Arkansas State football had had a little bit of a draft. Uh, And what that draft was for is for the Red Wolves Olympics. So we're going to find out what that entails. Right now, I I know there's 10 teams, and I can tell you about five of the team captains and a handful of the player names and a couple of the first-round picks. And that's all I got. I have no idea what the first-round picks are for. (laughs) I don't know if they're going to be skiing off no, on no. top of the DBLS library? No. Or if it is an academic challenge? Don't say no, you don't know. You can't ski off top of the DBLS library. I mean, you can't ski off it and live, but it doesn't mean you can't <laughs> ski off it. Yeah, I mean, you could technically ski off Don't it. say no. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. That's why Jones is going to join us. I'm not going to ask him <laughs> if they're skiing. But, uh, but that's coming up. Uh, let's go ahead and throw out today's KavanaughCars.com question. Again, 1230. I think I mentioned that, but just want to reiterate is 1230 is when that conversation is coming up. Uh, today's KavanaughCars.com question. We talked basketball with you yesterday. We're going to talk about it again today. But uh, yesterday we kind of looked at the rest of the season, how you felt like these teams were going to perform. Today we're just going to look at this week. There are four games on tap for the A-State men and the A-State women. I want to know your combined record prediction for the weekend. And again, just to go over the slate one more time, I told you what was going on tonight, but it's it's the Texas schools for the A-State men in Jonesboro. UTA tonight, Texas State on Saturday. For the women, it is the Alabama road trip, South Alabama tonight, Troy on Saturday. So are they going to sweep? Are both teams going to sweep? You think... Three and one, there's going to be a setback somewhere. You're looking at two and two, one and three, or winless. Those are your options on our poll. And that is at Kara underscore Richie. We are also going to have our phone lines open for the bulk of the day, with the exception, of course, of of when we're catching up with Butch Jones. So those are the questions. That's what we have got to talk about. But I tell you what, we've got, there's a whole lot of things I want to throw at you before we talk with Butch Jones at 1230. So, We're going to go ahead and hit pause here and come back and just start throwing a lot of A-State chatter your direction. So that's what's on tap when we come back from the break. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. 
Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, 95.3. The, the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, February 6th. This is our 25th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. This year, they're predicting more weddings than ever for the state of Arkansas. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, February February 6th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. Start the new year off right with new tires from Local Tire and Wheel. Make it a New Year's resolution to drive around on safer tires. The team at Local Tire and Wheel cares about your safety. And right now, $20 gets you started on brand new tires that will give you the peace of mind as you head into the winter weather season. Yes, in January, only $20 gets you started on the tires you need or the wheels you want at Local Tire and Wheel. Local Tire and Wheel has easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Plus, all tires come with peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheel's roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Local Tire and Wheel is locally owned and operated, and that means customer satisfaction is priority one. So don't get caught on slippery roads with tires you don't trust. Get New Year deals on tires and wheels. Plus, payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Right across from Burger King, localtireandwheel.com, and on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Race Street location has a drive through window. Delivery's available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. And right now, get special invoice pricing on the remaining new 2021 Nissans at Central Nissan. Titans, Murano's, Altimas, and more must go with special invoice pricing. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. At the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominos.com. That's jobs.dominos.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employer. Farmers and Merchants Bank's new MVP Center is now open on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. That's our live tellers on screen to help you do almost everything you can do at a regular teller line. It's super easy and the best part is we're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and Saturdays 9 till noon. Great new location, even better hours. Now at Farmers and Merchants Bank on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. Member FDIC. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Full studio today, Kara, Keith, and Andrew all hanging out with you. 930-3776 is the number to call. We're taking your predictions on this A-State basketball week. What's going to happen as the Red Wolves are slated to take on, play four this week, finally. And uh, everybody in action for both games as of right now. Let's knock on wood that nothing yeah. happens between now and Saturday. If the other team has to miss a couple of players, that's fine. Long as all of uh, Arkansas State's are healthy. We'll look at some of the you know key matchups coming up in, in the Sun Belt later today. But uh, we thought maybe maybe we would finally get to a week in the Sun Belt where where everybody everybody plays. No. 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 Oh no. well. No, Coastal Carolina, the women's team, has uh, has a COVID issue. So we were we were close. What, what what's the limit? You have to you have to play if you've got seven. Mm-hmm. So that means they don't have seven. Well, teams that are not one hundred percent vaccinated are are still going to be dealing with contact tracing. Contact that, tracing. that that'll wipe out. Yeah. So you, you can have one player test positive and then contact tracing can knock out four or five more yeah if only half your team is vaccinated then all of a sudden half your team is automatically going to be out because of course with practices and in film sessions and all of that everybody is in close contact so you're automatically going to be involved in the contact tracing so um this honestly again will not impact arkansas state all season long because because, uh, you know, 100% vaxxed. They're vaxxed. They're boosted. Uh, let's talk about UT Arlington. And actually, we're going to share some breaking news with you regarding UT Arlington. Pete Thamel is reporting that the Texas System Board of Regents is going to vote tomorrow to approve UTA joining the WAC. So we knew that UTA was going to have to go somewhere, that the Sun Belt has decided it just wants to have schools in it now that play football. So Little Rock is already out the door. You knew that UTA was going to go somewhere. So this is their destination. There are several Texas schools in the WAC these days. Yeah, I would anticipate that uh, this also means that they will be joining sooner rather than later as Little Rock is pretty much hopping on right in. So I would guess that this change is going to be taking place on July 1st, 2022. So this is going to be today. The last chance. Yeah, this is kind of it for... A-State to uh, get back in in the win column some here against the Mavericks. Of course, they do actually close out the Sun Belt. I'm on the, hold on, hold that thought as I was actually looking at. You're looking at the men's schedule or the yeah. women's? This is, uh, this week is not the last hoorah. Today is not the the final hoorah for the men against UT Arlington. They are going to make they, that trip yeah, in they gotta February. they got to go there. But, I mean, that's it. So this is kind of the home stretch of games against the Mavericks unless somewhere down the line this ends up being a, a non-conference game, which wouldn't be a bad matchup. It's not a bad travel uh, in terms of travel, taking a bus there. So who knows? But as of right now, this is this is kind of close not, to Not as attractive end. as keeping up the rivalry no, with Little Rock. No, but uh, but still not, not bad. I am a little bit sad that this means that this is going to be kind of the last that we are going to see of one of my favorites, Keo Dorichi Akabundu Ehiogu, who is just a redshirt sophomore. Uh, so A-State would be facing him in the future, but uh, 
apparently not KO as he is affectionately referred to, <laughs> because holy moly, that would be a mouthful if you're doing play-by-play on any kind of reasonably paced game. About the time he touched the ball, uh, you'd be two plays behind. So um, he is actually a familiar name on this this UTA roster. And when you look at what the Red Wolves are in store for tonight, I I have a lot more questions, which is the case a lot this year with, with A-State themselves than necessarily UTA. How do you figure out exactly how a team is going to perform when they haven't played in, in 12 days? Uh, and that's, that's going to be a question mark. We've seen, you know, for example, when, when the A-State women had that stretch where they had, you know, one game in, in, gosh, it was forever long, like 18 days, 19 days, something like that. They came out in their next performance, and it took a while to get them going. They were one of their first 10. Now, after that, holy moly. They, <laughs> yeah, then, then, then the switch came on. Yeah, they set a record for three points made in a game in Arkansas State program history. So they were able to snap to it, but they were also taking on a team that they were a lot, a lot better than. I think A-State can beat UTA, but I don't know if I'm willing to put them in the same camp as, as you know, the ULM women where I'm looking at this team and just thinking, oh, A-State is a lot, a lot better than these guys. This is a winnable game, but this is also a, a good and tough team. Um, it is, you know, if you watch this team play last year, there are a couple of memorable games between these two teams at First National Bank Arena with... The Mavericks winning one of them on a last-second coast-to-coast. It was not a fun memory, but it was a memory nonetheless. But this roster this year for the Mavs is almost completely different than what they had on the court last year. Uh, One, two, three of their top four leading scorers, I think, departed uh, for the transfer portal. I think it was, you know, their top rebounder. Uh, entered the transfer portal. One of their primary floor guys and Chata Wells entered the transfer portal. So they had a huge roster overhaul from last year to this year. But they do return David Azor, and he's 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 pretty good. He's he's kind of good. Uh, he does average over 17 points per game, and he's. A decent shooter. He can be a little bit loosey-goosey with the basketball. He's got a lot of turnovers this year. And so Arkansas State, with their tendency to turn over the ball a little bit as well, is going to need to force quite a bit of those. So that's going to be one of the keys tonight for A-State is just trying to make their opponent make sure and and make as many mistakes as He's already missed some games, or at least a game, because of health and safety protocols. Yes, uh, the Mavs have played. You know they they've uh, they're eight and nine overall, so seventeen games. He's only played at fourteen this season, so and he's, he's missed three. Yeah. So he's missed three, and they've had a couple other players that have missed games for health and safety protocols. And there's no script for anyone to follow in terms of figuring out what a player is going to look like when they come back. In some cases. People are going to come back like they did not miss a day. For other cases, some players it's going to take a little bit more. And I point out, you know, Avery Feltz, not trying to single him out, but that is obviously a, a very healthy young person who is incredibly physically fit. And he did not come back 100% from his battle with COVID. And we saw A-State have to ease him back into it over the period of probably about two to three weeks. And finally... Last weekend, you could tell, all right, well, this guy is either, if he's not 100%, he's finally really close to it. 
because he was able to play some crucial minutes. Uh, his shooting was back. He looked good in that win uh, that Arkansas State had their last time out. But And you're seeing this across the spectrum. Yeah. You're seeing it in the NBA. You're seeing it in the National Hockey League. You know, where, where some guys, okay, they're going to miss five days or whatever it is. And they come right back and look like they never been away. And then you got some guys that, you know, they look just a half step slower. As far as tonight for A-State, and I apologize. I know Mike Villato went over this on Tuesday. And I apologize because as soon as we started talking about it, the names just flew right out of my mind. But there were two players last week for A-State that did have to go through health and safety protocols. So when... Bellotta was talking about the health of his team for this weekend. All of the bodies are available, <laughs> but some of those bodies might not be at 100%. One of the good, uh, some good news is, you know, A-State is going to have Marquise Davis back. He missed, you know, a million days ago. Uh, that series against, well, it wasn't a series because one game was, yes, it was a series. I'm losing my train of thought based on what was canceled and what wasn't and which team had what cancellation and who played where. And who played and who didn't. In the two games against Louisiana, the last time Arkansas State men's basketball was on the floor, so you had Louisiana and ULM, you know, Marquise Davis was unable to play because he was going through concussion protocol. He has cleared that, so you do get one piece back there that is, is very valuable for you in, in multiple different ways. Yeah, he, he does an awful lot of things. Yeah, so that is good news for Arkansas State today as they get ready for this one. But again, you know, the, the Texas schools have not been kind to Mike Bellotto. Um, in fact, I don't know if, if he has a win against Texas State, period. I think just one for four, maybe against UTA. So if we're going to have faith in this team, to go back to yesterday's question, to be a legitimate Sunbelt contender, as opposed to just, ah, they're kind of fun to watch, they need to win these two games at home this weekend, period. Just... Make it happen. Somehow, some way. I'm counting Thursdays the weekend, by the way, because I guess I'm close enough. ready for it. Close <laughs> enough for government work. <laughs> the weekend eve, we'll just roll it right on into the weekend. That's what uh, we're considering the weekend. We'll touch base on some A-State women's basketball coming up later on in the program. Obviously, we'll talk about their matchup tonight against South Alabama. But I want to talk about just a little bit of uh, some football items. Not necessarily news, but football items as we get ready for our conversation with Butch Jones. Again, he's going to join us today at 1230. But just wanted to point out that 24-7 sports has changed its overall recruiting rankings. And I I don't know when they did this, but a couple of weeks ago, it feels like one of the last time I looked, they had, of course, their rankings for the signees. So all the kids that you get out of high school in JUCO, they have a ranking for that. But then they also had a transfer portal ranking. So you could look and see where your team ranked in that. Well, now they have an overall ranking, so okay. you can take all of those together and look all at the transfers that you're getting have lost, all the recruits you've got coming in. Basically, all of the players that are going to comprise your class. So the class of 22 for Arkansas State. Now, this was already the highest-ranked class in the Sun Belt Conference, and now that you look at the overall rankings. It stays that way, but the class rankings continue to grow. And, and the gap between one and two, which is A-State and Appalachian State, is is pretty significant. I think it's about as big as the gap one and two is, is the gap is between two and five in the Sun Belt rankings. So A-State has obviously done some good work there in the portal as well as, you know, com- compiling their high school class. 
But what's interesting now with all of the rankings is you can go in and, and look again with this total picture of the class. And this now becomes Arkansas State's best rated recruiting class in history. So prior to the update, when you were just looking at the high school signees, Gus's class was on top. The class of 22, uh, 2012, excuse me, was tops. And you go back and you look at it in both star power and contributors and both depth and depth pieces. And it's also a class that grades out fairly well on the back end, too. Yeah. You know, when you've got guys like Freddie Knighton and Michael Gordon and Rocky Hayes as well. Uh, yeah, it turns out it was it was they, a good They class. were good players. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, you know, th- this class is ranked higher than that by a little bit. So, of course, it doesn't really mean anything right now other than to just give us something to talk about. But I did want to mention it. Now, on paper, this is the best incoming class in Arkansas State football history. What are you doing, Red Wolf Mark? I'm doing good. How you doing, Dakara? Good. What's up? All right. How you doing, Dakara Keith Merrick? I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Bottom. Bottom. Yeah. Uh, how you doing today, Andrew? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so good. I'm doing hungry. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully yep. not in the vehicle, then, but that's okay. Yeah. Not in the vehicle. <laughs> I'll let Andrew do that in the vehicle. Oh. Yeah. Hey, what's what's yeah. on your mind today? we got to get to it. Uh, I want to let everybody know we are taking food donations for our food pantry to help people out. Okay. In Arkansas. Okay. For the tornado victims and everything, we're, we're stocking our food so we can help. We're stocking our food pantry so we can help them out. And if anybody wants to drop off food items like cereal and... and um, just about anything, mm-hmm. whatever they want to drop off, it's going to for the tornado victims to help them out with food stuff that they lost in their house. Okay. And um, you can uh, drop drop this stuff off Valerie's Baptist Church. And if you want to come down, if you want to bring your kids down, let them play some shoot some hoops. You can. And uh, I want to say, go to everybody in Jonesboro. Uh, Let's help these tornado victims out. So, so drop, drop off food at our food donation drop at our church. Go buy them. Go buy Walmart anywhere. Hey, we got to we got to uh, wrap it up. Throw it, out your number. Okay, I'm gonna throw out my number for this. You call me, and I'll tell you what we need. It's eight seven zero three four zero eight six nine seven six. And go, Butch right. Jones. Thanks, Mark. We'll see you. We got to get to a break. We do have Butch Jones coming up next. Still join us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Our chat brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Central Ford and Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Ford has new inventory arriving every day, plus a great selection of quality pre-owned vehicles. Looking for an SUV? Select from several expeditions, edges, and escapes on the lot. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction, just off I-555 at Exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. 
You can save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get Prairie Fresh Whole Boston Butts sold in a two pack for $1.16 a pound. USDA select boneless New York strip steak value packs, $5.88 a pound. Sugardale sliced bacon, 40 ounces, $8.97. Three pound bags of fresh Clementines, $3.55. And 24 packs of Coke products are $6.77. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. Big gains for soybeans. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 611 up a half with May corn at 16 and three quarters down a quarter. March soybeans are 1423 and a half up 32 and a quarter with May soybeans up 30 and a half to 1431 and a quarter. March wheat at 793 and a quarter down three and a quarter with May wheat at 796 and a half down two and a half. March cotton at 122.50 down 145. May cotton at 119.38 down 107. March rice at 1473 and a half up eight cents. May rise to 1495 up 10. Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle 138.15 down 40. April live cattle 142.82 and a half down 52 and a half. January feeder cattle 161.27 and a half down 12 and a half. With March feeder cattle 164.85 down 77 and a half. February lane hogs at 83.05 up 75. April hogs at 92.55 up 120. That's your EAB noon market report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night? hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to a hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having having a hard time landing landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Still Kara, Keith, Andrew hanging out with you in studio today. Lucky enough this week to have not one but two A-State Spotlights brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. And today... We welcome in Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones to the program. He's with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Uh, coach, get us get us caught up on what's going on here with the team. Classes started just last week, so what are the players up to? Well, it's been kind of nonstop, and I tell you what, it's been great to welcome our team back, and there's a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of excitement, enthusiasm, but uh, you know, we gave them a week to kind of get acclimated back to classes. And then on Monday we had our first annual, uh, what we call our Red Wolf uh, Olympic draft where we had uh, 10 team captains and it was an NFL style draft in our team room. 
and they pick their teams. And it's, uh, you know, we talked about we have to do a great job of learning how to compete uh, and just, you know, our overall competition level as a football program. So they drafted their teams, and each team is comprised of 10, 10 individuals, 10 players, and they also have a coach assigned to them as well. And then they'll compete in three areas throughout the entire course of the spring. Uh, first and foremost will be academics. Uh, they can earn points for, for positive things, but they can also earn negative points if they're late for a class, uh, if they fail a, 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 an exam or, or get a poor grade on a paper, uh, if we get a negative feedback from a professor. And then the next element of the Olympics is we'll compete in community service. Uh, do all kinds of community service projects. And the third thing will be competing during spring football, but right now it's in the weight room. And so an individual uh, can accure plus points and they can earn negative points. And it's a kind of accountability. And then we're seeing also if these 10 group leaders uh, can lead their group because if they can't lead a group of 10, they're surely not going to be able to be able to provide stability and leadership for an entire team. So, our players are excited about that, and I tell you what, we've already had so many benefits come from that, just, you know, right now academically, and then, you know, we started our Champions in the Community program uh, today, which is our community outreach and growth and development program, so you're going to see our football players this entire semester throughout the Jonesboro area and really getting acclimated with our great fan base and all the people here in town. A couple of things you mentioned there that I want to I want to follow up on in in just a couple of minutes, but you know with this roster you had a couple of early enrollees. You know how are those guys getting acclimated to both these these workouts and, and just college life in general? Well, that's a great question, and uh, they're doing a remarkable job right now. And um, you know, to be matter of fact, we have ten uh, mid year enrollees. You know, some are transfers, some are high school players, and. This is where you really have to rely on your older players. And last year at this time, everybody was at ground zero. Uh, you know, there was no foundation, the strength and conditioning program. And it's amazing a difference a year makes. Our players know exactly, you know, their approach, how they're supposed to compete, uh, you know, being early, all those things. But, you know, being able to add 10 newcomers, uh, you know, to to our football program has been big. And then, you know, I've also had an opportunity to meet with every individual in our football program and really kind of write their individual prescription of how they're going to get better and how they're going to continue to grow. But also, you know, the things that they learned from last year. And then it's one thing to know, you know, the things that you learned, but how is that going to make you better? You know, what do we need to do to continue to grow and elevate our football program? So the last couple of weeks have been, uh, you know, very, very big for us. And then we'll hit the, the road recruiting Next week, uh, I'm going to spend the entire uh, week in our recruiting footprint. I'll be all over Jonesboro, uh, Little Rock, all throughout the state of Arkansas, and then into Memphis. So it will be the final week of recruiting, so it's a great opportunity to get out and you know meet all the great coaches that we deal with. So I'm looking forward to that as well. It sounds like uh, at this point everything that – a, an Arkansas State football player does, no matter in what area, it's going to be measured and it's going to be compared to what his peers are doing as well. Well, there's no, there's nothing better than peer pressure. And so, again, you know, 
they accumulate points over the course of the spring, but, you know, we review the weekly standings each week. And so, you know, it's all about accountability. If an individual is on your team and he's getting negative points for being late or missing class, things like that, you know, it's up to that uh, leader to get him to get him going. And I think another great indicator is is you're sitting in that team room and your peers are drafting you. And so, you know, if you don't like your draft status or where you were drafted, if you were, you know, one of the, the final players picked at your perspective position group, well then, you know, that's something that that's my reputation and I have a great opportunity to improve upon that. So, again, we have to get much more competitive, like I said, as a football program on signing day. And this is one of the elements. We've done this everywhere we've been. Unfortunately, we didn't have time in uh, last year to be able to do this. So to be able to do it, but I think the other thing was is the players being excited about it. All 10 individuals dressed up. Uh, they're able to make their own team name, and they put a lot of thought into drafting because if you really think about how you're drafting your Olympic team, you know, very little bit of it is, is football skill. Yeah. You know, most of it is personal accountability and all the things that go into, you know, the personal makeup. So it, it was interesting uh, to see how the draft went. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing is is, is seeing – uh, who was the overall pick? The first overall pick was Jade Milner, a wide receiver who was a freshman. And then the second overall pick was Jackson Daly, the quarterback, the newcomer. And then the third pick was Eddie Smith. He's the uh, defensive back transfer from Alabama and Illinois. And then Reed Tyler, Corey Rucker, McKeelan Thomas, Fred Hervey, Jeff Foreman, Omari Walker, and C.J. Cage. And uh, the five wide receivers that were yeah. picked early, three of them were freshman receivers. That, that's, it's interesting. That's fascinating, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen some of the names online uh, of, of the teams, names like goal diggers and playmakers only, uh, some real creativity <laughs> with your guys. But how did you select your 10-team captains, Coach? Well, it's something that, uh, you know, it's been a body of work, and, and they're really trying out to see if they can lead the football team. And so – just, you know, what I've been able to gather the last year now and knowing these individuals and kind of a body of work over time and, you know, being able to see, you know, what they do. And, and then it's us teaching them. The other thing we'll start with these 10 Olympic teams is we're actually doing a team book. And so, uh, you know, the book that we've select, selected this year is called The Five Dysfunctions of Team. And so how that uh, goes into that is those 10 teams, each team will have, a certain amount of pages that they'll be responsible and required to read. And then they'll get up in front of the team and they'll present their chapter to the team. So we don't really read the entire book. Each group is just responsible for reading one chapter, but then the entire, uh, you know, they'll read the entire book via, you know, by the rest of the guys on each team uh, teaching them the book. And so uh, we have worksheets that go along with it. And I think, you know, it'll really, really be, dig into it and kind of each year you try to pick a book that kind of has meaning uh, for your football team and what's what is needed and you know one of the things we talked about was growing closer as a football team and already um, I will tell you this just a couple weeks into a completely different football team uh, completely different uh, mindset and that's the beauty about college football if you look around the country about a third of everyone's roster changes over. Individuals leave the program. Individuals graduate. 
So it's new opportunities. It's new opportunities for everyone involved in your football program, from leadership uh, to playing time. And like I told every player in our program, now not one thing just to be a year older, but you have to be a year wiser, mm-hmm. a year more mature. And then, you know, owning the football team and the leadership that comes with that responsibility of getting older. Hey, State's Butch Jones here with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Just a, a tick under two weeks left until the, the February signing day. What, what else is left to do on this class of 2022? Well, right now we only have, uh, you know, one scholarship right now available. So we're being very, very selective. And, you know, we can, if we have, don't have an individual who meets our profile, what we're looking for, obviously, we'll um, keep that moving forward. And then we'll also look from the transfer portal uh, once spring football goes. So I think... You know, we're going to always continue to recruit and always kind of always try to develop depth um, and always try to improve our football program. So you know, we'd like to finish on this this one, and then we'll have some others come available here soon in terms of scholarships. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to recruit, and that's a lifeline of our football program. And, you know, obviously very excited about this class. Like I said, though, you know, you have to be guarded, you know, all the accolades that comes with it. But really, you know, a recruiting class is judged two or three years down the road. But I tell you what, um, we've kind of been the talk of college football. You know, you win two games and you go out and you secure uh, the highest-ranked recruiting class in school's history, best in the Sun Belt, and I think number two overall in the group of five. And I think it just comes down to relationships and everything that we talk about in recruiting. And while I have this opportunity, I want to thank – all of our 1,200 club members, because we would not have been able to assemble this class if it wasn't for them. Um, You know, it comes with a commitment. It comes with doing things a little bit different on official visits, and there's a financial investment involved in that, and that 1,200 club really helped secure this class. And if anyone is, uh, you know, would like to be a part of the inner circle, we need everyone's help because, as we know, each year we're trying to out-recruit each class as we keep going in this football program, so we need everyone's help. Last week, your program announced the additions of King Makuta and Jordan Carmouche. Does that mean these guys are in, enrolled in classes and, and going through workouts with you? That is exactly right. Uh, you know, both King and Jordan are enrolled in classes. They're here. They're working out with the team and, you know, very excited about both and, and both of them still kind of a need that we had you know we're still looking to grow and develop our linebacker situation but Jordan is an individual who's played a lot of football came here on a visit he's from the University of Houston and uh, I tell you what one of the most football savvy most football intelligent individuals I've ever been around on his visit and then obviously adding a dynamic player like King Makuta who I've known for a number of years at the University of Alabama seen it firsthand what he can do and King just brings a whole nother mindset a whole nother mentality he has a lot of energy uh, very pleasing demeanor has leadership capabilities uh, and also has a lot of confidence so to be able to add these two individuals late in this class in the early signing period and moving forward and then having them here on campus really helps us. With this class of 2022, there were some very specific areas you had to target, particularly, you know, the trenches and, and the offensive line. How close will you be in 2023 to be able to go out and just look at the best guys available? 
Well, we always want to do that. I think that's where you get to a point where, you know, are you signing, when you get towards the end, are you signing the best football player available or are you signing a need? And so that's something that, you know, we have to do a good job of distinguishing between the two. But as we grow this football program, we're still probably two recruiting classes away of being where we need to be as a football program when we're playing catch-up. But what we wanted to make sure, and you just spoke about it, Tara, is just the lines of scrimmage. We talked about it all season long. What we needed to do was start uh, from the high school level and the three individuals that we were we were able to add, and now you look to add a couple transfers. And that's the big thing is we have to make sure that we're growing and developing players uh, that we've recruited. Um, and so as we know, the lines of scrimmage are developmental uh, positions. And then, you know, from a defensive standpoint, you know, being able to add three real quality high school football players, very highly recruited. And then you throw in Tank, the defensive tackle from Vanderbilt, and then you throw in King, the transfer from Alabama. Now we have a great mix of youth and older players that come in and help us immediately. Yeah, because it's not really fair to ask an 18-year-old to walk into a college campus and immediately be able to compete with 22-year-olds. There's a lot of growth that takes place in those years. Well, there is a lot of growth, and you know, not only just from a strength and conditioning standpoint, but from a maturity standpoint. And you're, you know, you're taking a full uh, workload of classes academically and socially that goes into that maturation process. So there is a lot that goes into it. And like I said, to have, you know, the individuals that we have, all 10 individuals uh, being here for spring football will really help. And then in the lines of scrimmage, you know, being able to have Seydoux Ba, the freshman signee from Memphis here, I think that's going to really help and aid in his growth and development as well. One more real quick topic to throw at you, Coach. We, we appreciate the time today as we wrap up our conversation with Butch Jones. We've seen national outlets reporting a change on your coaching staff at defensive line. Any news you can share with us there? Well, I think that's, you know, that's an exciting thing is, is, is you know, everything is always an opportunity to make your football program better. And so uh, we're in the, the final stages of coming to the conclusion of who our defensive line coach is going to be and, and uh, so he's working on signing the contracts as we speak. He flew in this morning. But we needed to make sure that we, we hired some veteran coaches that have coached at the highest level. And that's what we're going to do is I want to hire the best football coaches. And you know, we have a reputation for developing football coaches. I think people respect what we do around the country. So there's going to have a lot of coaches that have other opportunities. Just you know, this year alone, we've had seven coaches be offered you know, pay raises and jobs around the country. And some felt it was a better opportunity for their families, which I fully support. And then some, you know, chose to stay here and, and uh, you know, because they've kind of developed roots here now. So that's going to kind of be the case. And I knew when I took the job, when, when you're at this level, uh, keeping a, a coaching staff intact is always going to be a challenge. But I think you win with consistency and continuity. But if a, an individual chooses to leave your football program, you have a great opportunity to look to get better. So uh, I'm excited about this individual. He's coached uh, in the Power Five for a number of years. I've known him for a while. And, uh, you know, we're still interviewing defensive back coaches. We have two interviews this weekend. And 
we're going to make sure they're a great fit for our football program and for our football players and moving forward. Coach, we appreciate all the time today. Who, who looks like the early favorite in the Red Wolves Olympics? And we'll let you go on that note. Well, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's one week ahead, but the team of Shake and Bake has gotten off to a fast start. They had, <laughs> and, and I know the exciting thing is everyone's excited to get in the community and do community service, but Shake and Bake is ahead of everyone with 30 points, and uh, so we're excited about that. And, you know, that's the thing is, is it's going to make everyone better in all three phases, football, uh, socially, and academically, and it's going to make them all better, and that's what it's all about. So I'm excited of where we're going, and, uh, you know, we'll even have some Olympic contests of a three-point shot contest, a dunk contest, numerous events. So it should be a fun and exciting uh, semester for us, and as we know, we need to get a lot better in a very short amount of time, but I really like the mindset. I really like the mentality of this football team right now. Coach, thank you so much for all the time today and going over everything with us going on uh, in A-State football. Appreciate it, Coach. Well, thanks again. Stay warm and wolves up. All right, will do. We'll see you. If you ain't first, you're last. Hey, we got to take a break. Like, we got to right now. We'll come back and touch on that conversation when we return on the ticket. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Tennessee Titans lost star running back Derrick Henry back in Week 8, but the Titans still managed to secure the AFC's number one seed. Henry's been practicing with the team for some time now, but yesterday he completed his first contact practice. That makes him even closer to a return. There's no denying Tennessee is better off with Henry in the starting lineup. He rushed for over 2,000 yards last season, and he's averaging over 110 yards per game in the playoffs. The Titans could use that kind of performance if they want to keep up with the high-scoring Bengals. Cincinnati is playing its best football at the right time, and the offense has looked potent as of late. The same cannot be said for the Titans, but a Henry return could help close that scoring gap. By the way, the Titans are the number one seed for a reason. They earned it through 18 weeks of football. That should make some teams nervous, including the Bengals, because Derrick Henry's return could make them a force that nobody wants to deal with. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your... Hey, it's Brandon Baxter inviting you to join us live this coming Friday from 4 until 6 at Local Tire and Wheel. Y'all make it a New Year's resolution to drive around on safer tires, and right now, Local Tire and Wheel is making that easy. $20 gets you started on the tires you need and the wheels you want at Local Tire and Wheel. Plus, they have payment plans to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Join us live this coming Friday from 4 until 6 at Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, across from Burger King, and localtireandwheel.com. 
The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Ray Street location has a drive through window. Delivery's available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Toyota has new 2022 models arriving daily, but they're selling quickly. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has a great selection of certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. 3305 Stadium Boulevard and online at centraltoyota.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, home stretch here on this noon hour of the Workday Red Zone again. Uh, thank you to Butch Jones for joining us. Our chat brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. He touched on more things than we can cover in <laughs> two minutes. The time that we have left. Yeah, but uh, just a heads up, we will have that interview posted following the show at 953theticket.com. But as expected, you know, he does have a defensive line coach in mind, although, again, they've got a – it's different when it's you're going through – It's got to be signed. Yeah. You, you actually do have to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. So when that contract gets signed, then we'll see the announcement. Uh, he said nothing in that interview to, to indicate that it would not be Vince Reynolds, who is reported by Pete Thamel. So still looking like that's the guy. And again, we'll find out for sure sometime very, very soon. I, I was very intrigued to hear, you know, what comprised the, the Red Wolves Olympics because I figured going in it would be something, you know, athletic and something academic. I do also like the fact that there's a community service wrinkle to it as well. And unfortunately, ran out of time there to ask him what all entails the champions in the community program that they have started. But I would imagine that's something we'll, you know, like so much else, we'll continue to be informed of on social media. And yeah, I mean, heck, maybe, I don't know, just keep your head on a swivel at your favorite nonprofit and maybe, you know, there's going to be a Red Wolf. <laughs> if you see a lot of large human beings. Yeah. Wearing scarlet and black, it's probably the Red Wolves. We've seen, of course, you know, different days of service for, for Arkansas State Athletics, but uh, this seems to be, you know, a, a new wrinkle. But, again, uh, several different things that, that were interesting there. One scholarship available for now for A-State, although, again, it does sound like there could be additional players hit the portal. And, and by the way, the portal doesn't close, I don't think, until May 1st. Yeah. So there's still a significant window. Uh, Keith, your prediction for this week's slate for A-State Hoops? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm going to say three and one. Okay. Somewhere, somehow, there may be a loss, but i I'm got good vibes on this weekend. Okay. We talked about the men earlier. We'll talk about the women's slate, or at least our game against South Alabama tonight, uh, coming up here a little bit later on the program. We'll have some open phone lines. Who knows what all we'll get into in hour two. Keith? Appreciate you hanging out. Thanks for having me. I'll see you next week. All right. Everybody else, keep it here. We'll be back in just a minute for more of the Workday Red Zone right after this.
weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today, and we'll help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. New Core Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. New Core Steel Arkansas and New Core Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits, and more. Go to jobs.newcorear.com to create a profile and join New Core's talent. Network. Then be online Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. when registration begins. Only a set number of applications will be accepted. Don't miss this chance to work for one of Northeast Arkansas's great companies, Nucor Steel. And apply for this entry-level production position Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. at jobs.nucorar.com. That's jobs.nucorar.com. Nucor is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer, and a drug-free environment. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Even though you won't file your taxes for a while, we can help you use part of your tax refund now and pay later. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us a pay stub and we will use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into a car, truck, or SUV. Stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today. Because we just say yes. This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Both A-State basketball teams will be in sub conference action tonight. The women on the road in Mobile against the South Alabama Jaguars at the Mitchell Center. Pre-game at 6.30, tip at 7 on the Ticket Radio Network. While the men try to snap a three-game losing streak to Texas Arlington tonight at First National Bank Arena. Pre-game 6.30, tip off at 7 on 107 IK. Finding the EEB Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Other area college action tonight, Williams Baptist University and American Midwest Conference action in the Gateway City, taking on the University of Health Sciences and Pharmacy in St. Louis, and Lyon College at home against Harris Stowe State University, both those doubles headers, women's games at 5.30, and the men at 7.30. And despite 33 points from John Moran, the world champion Milwaukee Bucks cooled off the Grizzlies last night, 126-114. Jonathan Ngumbo with 33 points and 15 rebounds for Milwaukee. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. back to the Workday Red Zone. What are we doing? Well, we got another hour to go. Should be able to get through it. Maybe, hopefully, we've still got a lot of basketball to talk about. So, surely, hoops. surely we can make it through. Kara Ritchie and Andrew Bowen here with you. We'll open back up the phone line. It's not a lot of conversation today, but uh, that's okay. We actually spent a good chunk of hour one talking with Butch Jones. So, still plenty to kind of digest from that. And, of course, again, basketball to look forward to as well as we continue on along here 9303776 for our kevinocars.com question today just want you to predict what's going to happen with this Thursday Saturday slate for Arkansas State basketball in fact looking at both the men and the women combined what will the record be uh for the men of course it is tonight hosting UT Arlington Saturday hosting Texas State the women on the road, South Alabama tonight, Troy on Saturday. We talked a little bit about the men's game in the previous hour, but if you're just joining us and missed the news, uh, well, this is not the final time Arkansas State will take on UTA as a conference opponent, but uh, the list is is pretty short. Announced earlier that the Board of Regents for the University of Texas Systems is going to be voting on whether or not UTA is going to join the WAC. Um, they don't put these things out there unless it's going to be approved. So pretty much this is this is the home stretch for UTA in the Sun Belt. Not surprising news by any stretch. We've known for a while that, you know, uh, gosh, as soon as the, the conference realignment conversation started, it was put out there pretty publicly that the Sun Belt moving forward just wanted to have members that played football. And Little Rock and UTA were going to be on the outside looking in. Uh, UTA has had several different suitors, it seemed like. And, of course, we know that Little Rock is is headed off to the Ohio Valley soon enough. So now the Mavs have their new destination. So the beginning of the end for the way the Sun Belt looks right now. Still TBD on whether or not the expansion will go ahead and happen this July 1st or July 1st of 2023. And... Of course, the new additions in Southern Miss, Marshall, Old Dominion, James Madison. I know in <laughs> reading some posts on, from, from some of their members, man, they're ready. They're ready to make that jump. But the Sunbelt, current Sunbelt, league presidents and chancellors will be voting on that next, what month are we in? Next January is what we're currently Yeah, okay, so next Wednesday. I was looking at the February calendar. I was like, not next Saturday. (laughs) Next Wednesday is when uh, there will be a vote on that as to whether or not it will happen. And, of course, that will change all of the schedules for the following year if it does happen in in football and everything else. So there could be some interesting conversations there. But 
Also, uh, you know, James Madison is not in the same situation as Southern Miss, ODU, Marshall, because they're jumping up a classification. So they have to go through not just a conference process, but an NCAA process. So I'm not sure if they will, I, I don't know if they've gotten clearance to be able to do that. It's it's a different situation there for them. But that will be news next week, Sunbelt meetings next week, when that will be a big topic of discussion. Again, our question today, how is A-State Hoops going to fare? Uh, coming up in the slate this week, and I apologize as I look, I, I always am kind of having one eye on Twitter as we go through a show. Uh, but there is a as soon as we were talking about the conference realignment news and what could happen, that there's of course a, a tweet that comes out. Conference USA has just put out a statement regarding three of those teams we just mentioned, saying, "Quote: Conference USA acknowledges reports of three of our members prematurely departing. We fully expect everyone to follow our bylaws and honor." Their contractual obligations through 2022-2023. All 14 members will continue to be eligible for conference championships and the postseason opportunities Conference USA provides. So, whatever is going on here, it's not going to happen without a fight. And it's going to be very interesting to follow over the next few months, apparently. More conference Twitter drama. I'm all for it. Well, I mean, it's more than Twitter drama. This is their well, AD. Yeah. This Contract is, their, dramas, uh, yeah. Not their AD, excuse me. Their, their league commission, Judy McLeod. This is their 11 other presidents and ADs. They don't want to lose teams until their new additions are ready to join. Mm-hmm. And some of their new additions are coming up from FCS. And just a reminder to go from FCS to FBS. It's a two-year process. It's all. It's been a two-year process since Marshall did it when Randy Moss was playing. Ever since then, it's been a two-year process because Marshall kind of gamed the system a little bit. So now you have to basically... It's kind of like having one year of exiting FCS and one year of entering FBS, if that makes any sense. But anyways, it's going to be, <laughs> I guess, interesting to follow. Over the next couple of weeks. So that's the latest era on conference news. And again, none of this really matters anytime soon. We'll see the conference football schedule on March 1st, just like we normally do. Maybe it'll have some different teams on it. Maybe it won't. We'll have to wait and see. If not, hey, we already know A-State's home and away opponents. We'll just have to wait and see what the actual dates are, what the midweek games are. And the nationally televised games and, and go from there. But again, all of that is uh, some of the latest in, in terms of conference news. I want to switch gears now and, of course, focus on the A-State women's game that we're going to see tonight as they're on the road at South Alabama. And this one concerns me a little bit in the sense that, you know, I, I do have a, a kind of a, like a, a trap game feeling about this one for for A-State. And the reason I say that is because, you know, obviously what or who, better yet, A-State is going to be facing coming up on Saturday is is huge. Saturday is a game against Troy. And Troy, of course, is the best team in the Sun Belt Conference. They have been for a couple years. 
Coach Rigby has done some great things with that Troy program. They were not good before she got there. And so now that's the team to beat. They play a really st- tough style. Like, it, it is going to be a track meet and then some on Saturday. So Arkansas State cannot be in a situation today where they overlook the Jaguars. The Jaguars kind of in a situation where you don't know how well they're doing. Uh, they're one and one in league play, but this is a team that missed their first four games of the Sun Belt season due to COVID issues. And again, even even healthy young adults don't always bounce back immediately at 100%. So I'm not really sure where they're at as a team. Additionally, they've had some injuries. They're not the same team they were expected to be at the beginning of the season. A-State is better than South Alabama. But if you look ahead to Saturday, are you going to play like it? And the answer there is probably not. So A-State can't let themselves get in a mindset to where all of a sudden, you know, you're feeling good. You're coming in on a three-game win streak. You know, you can't be looking ahead to Saturday. Additionally, I don't know if if Kia Patton is 100%. You know, she went down in that game Saturday in that win against Coastal Carolina. And she came back in and played the game. But, you know, she even said in, in the post game that, hey, she was she was scared, kind of shook her a little bit because whatever she was dealing with was, was painful, went down, uh, was hurting there. So she has been limited this week in practice, and she might not be 100%. You certainly want her. You need her to be as healthy as possible for Troy. So I'm not sure if she'll be uh, in a situation where she's going to be slightly limited tonight in, in terms of minutes or anything else. But uh, I would expect... You know, a, a W tonight, again, on paper, on paper, you look for the Red Wolves to win this one. And then also, just a reminder, the names that Coach Destiny Rogers brought up, brought up in her Tuesday Zoom conference were Lauren Pendleton and Jade Upshaw. And she has been kind of the most, uh, most clear representative of Speak It Into Existence that I think I've, I've ever seen. She is, <laughs> she mentions those players in those Tuesday Zooms and all of a sudden whoever she mentions has great success the next week. We've seen it happen so far with Kia Patton and Trinity Jackson and Jiber Washington and Morgan Wallace. So we'll see if it happens tonight with Lauren Pendleton and Jade Upshaw. One more thing to keep an eye on tonight. Both Morgan Wallace and Jira Washington are getting real, real close to that 1,000-point mark. For it to happen tonight for Jaira, I think she might have to have like a career high in scoring. So it's not out of the question, but I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 27 or so points away. So it's not. It's a little bit more of a challenge for Jaira to get to that point tonight. Most likely we'll see it happen Saturday against Troy. Morgan Wallace, however, needs three points to get to the 1,000-point mark for Arkansas State. I think she would be player number 25 or so in program history to be able to get to that mark, which is really fun and exciting. But what Morgan Wallace does isn't just scoring. She's also just been an incredible jack-of-all-trades throughout her career. And when she gets to a 1,000 points scored tonight, she'll be just the eighth player ever in A-State history with a 1,000 points and 700 rebounds. So keep your eye on that tonight. Three points is all Morgan Wallace needs to get to 1,000. So a career moment coming up for her this evening. 
also i'm just going to say that she's going to record a triple double tonight i'm going to speak that into existence she's okay. good she's good enough to do it yeah certainly and there's been several games this season where she's finished with like 12 points eight rebounds seven assists speaking into existence tonight is is triple double night for morgan wallace and hey even if i'm wrong on this as i probably will be triple doubles are not common in arkansas state women's basketball history hey at least we'll have the a uh, thousand point celebration to to fall back on true so Very true i'm gonna be right on one of these two predictions morgan <laughs> wallace gets to a thousand points and morgan wallace records a triple double two for two would be great but uh maybe not seven o'clock is when that game is going to start up Cade carlton on the call beginning at 6 30 for your pregame coverage and of course that airs right here on the ticket Keep it here. Let's hit pause. Um, I don't even know what's on the sheet for us to come back and talk about next, but we'll figure it out during the break. <laughs> we'll be right back after this on the Workday Red Zone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776. Registration is going on now at East Arkansas Community College. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. Many programs are available to get you trained and to get you to work. Free money for spring is available for students enrolled in six or more hours. Apply online at EACC.edu, visit the Wind Center or Main Campus in Forest City, or call 870-633-4480 to get registered for spring classes. Spring classes begin Tuesday, January 18th. Don't wait to get registered. Go to EACC.edu or call 870-633-4480 today. Pico Foods in Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career. Pico Foods has general labor and skilled position job openings now with the opportunity to grow. Pico Foods has a variety of schedules available, is family owned, and is a second chance employer. And most important to you is this is a job you will not want to leave. Plus, Pico offers amazing sign-on award and referral programs where you could easily earn thousands of additional dollars. Apply online at www.picofoods.com slash career or text jobs to 844-822-7326. That's picofoods.com slash careers or text jobs to 844-822-7326. Also, Pico has weekly on-site job fairs at the plant in Pocahontas every Wednesday from 8 to 10 a.m. and 2 until 4 p.m. Get yourself a great career with ample opportunity to grow and earn thousands of additional dollars with incredible sign-on award and referral programs by applying at Pico Foods today. Collision Repair and Jones knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose Collision Repair to get your car back to normal after an accident. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport. Off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors, we are professional grade. 
Gazaway Ace in Paragould and Jonesboro reminds you that whatever the project, they're the place that has everything you need. Skip the rake this season. Power up your cleanup with an Ego 650 power blower. Check out the full line of Ego tools and save 10% on the Ego 650 blower. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks, and helping you is the most important thing we do. That's Gazaway Ace on Hilltop and Jonesboro and West Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the program. Kara and Andrew with you. 9303776. The number to call. How will Arkansas State basketball fare? This week and it's games against for the men, the Texas schools for the women on the road at the Alabama schools. Again, thought that maybe we'd finally get to a week where both the men and the women across the Sun Belt could play all of their scheduled games, but no, Coastal Carolina had to go and have COVID-19 concerns within their women's program, so 0 for 4 so far this season <laughs> for the Sun Belt being able to have all of its scheduled teams in action maybe next time. Uh, you can weigh in on that poll on Twitter at Kara underscore Rich. You're again here on the phones with us. I do want to pass along what has been, you know, kind of a, a busy day in terms of Arkansas Razorback news. So for those of you uh, who haven't checked social media today, it's, man, a, a big time good news, bad news day uh, for the hog faithful. One, in news that was that came out yesterday, it was reported that Kendall Bryles was being looked at in terms of being the Miami offensive coordinator. And that is not going to be the case. He is going to stay at Arkansas. So I would imagine maybe a couple extra dollars added added that contract, but Kendrell Bryles is staying put. Uh, the bad news, though, is is really bad. Got a feel for this young man. But Peyton Paulette, uh, reported by Kendall Rogers, who is the big you know D1 baseball guy. Paulette's being reported to have um, a UCL tear which means Tommy John, which means before the season even starts, Arkansas has lost their Friday night starter. So a season that was expected to be phenomenal for the Diamond Hogs because, well, they're all expected to be phenomenal for the Diamond Hogs at this point in time. But uh, you hit a speed bump, unfortunately, before the season begins, which is going to be happening now in just uh, 29 days. So really tough news there. And I want to wish that young man a speedy recovery. Obviously, you know, UCL surgery is... It's brutal. Well, it, it's brutal, but it's its common. There's yeah. there's very... It's, there's a plan in place for every young player who has to go through it, every type of, of comeback. You know, it is a... At this point in time, not that it's completely without complications and, and not that it's a guarantee that, that he'll come back at 100%, but this is a tried-and-true process in terms of this Tommy John surgery... So many players have had it throughout the course of their career. It almost seems like if you're a baseball player and you're going to have any kind of lengthy career, it's not if but when you have Tommy John. So Paulette should should be, based on everything we've ever seen with this surgery, should be good to go this time next year. But again, Arkansas has lost their, their Friday night starter before the season even begins. Looking forward, didn't get to go last year. Really looking forward to this year going over and taking in that A-State and Arkansas series at Baum. Should be a fun one. 
903-776 is the number to call. And for those of you heading out to First National Bank Arena tonight, uh, and for those of you that would like to partake of an adult beverage, just a heads up that you can direct your attention to the green entrance at the concession stands. Uh, they have started selling alcohol at some of the public areas. You've piqued my interest. Do I have to say <laughs> attention members and guests here? Am I going to even get in trouble for saying alcohol? If I, if I am, I apologize. I'm not trying to get A-State in trouble here. It's Dry county rules are so insane about what you can and cannot mention. But, but here's the deal. And this is on, you know, this is a, a public record. But the... ABC actually approved alcohol service at First National Bank Arena by the NEA Sports Club five years ago. And when that happened, when it was approved, A-State chose to exclude athletic events in, in public areas. So that's why you could get, you know, a beverage at a suite or in the tower, but not if you were in, you know, Section C or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now... A-State decided to go ahead and, with a Board of Trustee vote, expand the areas where adult beverages could be sold in First National Bank Arena in the vault. And so now, green entrance tonight. If you would like a beverage while you watch some hoops. I don't know pricing. I don't know, you know, what time they quit selling. There's always a cap. But that is there now for your enjoyment at First National Bank Arena, if you so choose. Cool. And if you do not, well, cool. Go, Still cool, yeah. You can walk, go walk right past it and get you a soda. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Kind of never thought I'd see the day, but uh, that is now what's uh, what's in store there. So there you go. There you go. 9303-776, the number to call. You're on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Elsewhere, you know, looking around uh, college athletics, not a lot going on. In terms of new news, again, in the football world, still a lot of conversations about just assistant roles and, and changing places there and things like that. Did see an interesting report earlier today that in terms of the carousel, that Jim Harbaugh is ready to, to pick up shop and go be the head coach of the Raiders. I think there might have been some... It hurts. <laughs> Why would it hurt? Because he was a 49ers coach and now he's going to the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean that's like going to the enemy. <laughs> well, there's some there's some NFL insiders that are pushing back on that because apparently all of the rumors have come from outside Las Vegas. So this <laughs> sounds like a typical college coaching leverage situation. Right. This is like when Jimmy Sexton puts out news that his like floats all of his clients' names for different job openings, and then lo and behold, said client gets a contract contract restructuring with a raise and an extension. You go back to the beginning of last year. I believe it was the beginning of last year or, or last offseason, whatever. Jim Harbaugh took a pay cut. He did. A significant yeah. one to continue to stay and be the coach of Michigan because there were so many conversations about how, you know, he couldn't win the big one. And Michigan was always, you know, all hype and, and no actual substance. And they would just get steamrolled by Ohio State, weren't actually, at the end of the day, in in contention for the Big Ten title. And so they docked his pay a significant amount. And then what happens this year? 
finally knocks off Ohio State, makes it to the college football playoff, though they got kicked out of that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But so now all of a sudden, what does this sound like? This sounds like a situation that we see so many times in college where a coach is trying to get just a little bit more money. They're not going to leave, but they need to make it look like there's yeah. all this interest. I'm going to be honest. I think that's what Kendall Browse just did at Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, Harbaugh could be doing that. I don't know. It uh, Michigan is his alma mater, too, so there's that aspect. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, you know, if he goes to the Raiders, I'll shed a few tears, but I'll be happy for him. You know, he's he's a great NFL coach, kind of underrated in my opinion. So One of the things that is a little bit different in his situation is is sometime when you have these rumors, you know, they it, it seems like it could be a weird fit or it wouldn't really make sense. We have seen Harbaugh have success in the NFL. So it's not completely far-fetched for this to be a discussion. It might be, you know, there's we've seen a, a guy like Ryan Day's name thrown out for Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit more of a stretch because the college to NFL transition is certainly not always seamless. And more often than not, not successful. I mean, the greatest college football coach ever right now was the coach of the Dolphins for a while. And he didn't do too great. So, I mean, that just goes to show that it takes a special talent to be able to do not only from college to NFL or NFL to college, but to do both. But I mean, there's, it's a short list yeah. of people who have done both. I mean, you look at some of the greatest college football coaches, guys like Saban, guys like Spurrier, and they went to the NFL and it was just not, not good. Nothing right. good happened. Yeah. But again, this, this is a slightly different situation because of uh, the time that Harbaugh spent in the NFL and his success as a head coach of the 49ers. So, of course, he, he played in the NFL for a little bit as, as well. So, that is just, uh, we'll see. And I forgot he was head coach at San Diego, too, uh, back in the day. So, maybe not as far-fetched as some of the other rumors in terms of, you know, insert college coach here that could be headed to the NFL. But, again, does not appear that those are NFL rumors. It appears that those are more of uh, college rumors. Just one thing to think of, and we're pretty much through the coaching carousel time now. I say pretty much because, of course, Hawaii has a vacancy, and we still could see, hypothetically, a coach bail for the NFL. But one of the funnest things and the wildest things during all this time is just looking at all of the different rumors. Always consider the source. And I don't necessarily mean whether that's a blogger or a national reporter or a message board poster or a fan or whatever. I mean, who stands to profit the most by that name being linked to that particular opportunity? If nobody is really going to get anything out of it except for that particular coach, then that means that news was leaked by their agent. And that means it probably is not a real actual story that's going to happen. It's something that's put out there so said client can profit. And so the agent can profit too. I mean, they're getting a cut out of whatever raise they negotiate. So Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind if... There continue to be, if there continues to be just a little bit more smoke around Harbaugh. Now, I'm not saying he might not go again. He's had success there. But I think this is all just a conversation that's out there to get a raise at Michigan. Maybe he needs a lifetime supply of new khakis. I don't know. <laughs> they can't be that expensive, but who knows? We got to hit pause here. We'll come back and continue to check around the sports landscape, the sports landscape. Right after this, keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. 
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, February 6th. This is our 25th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. This year, they're predicting more weddings than ever for the state of Arkansas. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, February 6th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Race Street location has a drive through window. Delivery's available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card for no credit needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. Farmers, before you book your new crop corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth generation family owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers. So they buy corn and milo from farmers year round and at always competitive prices. Call today in Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870 202 7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman at 601 670 9383. Hey, this is Jackson from Tommy's Express Car Wash, and we're thrilled to announce that we've opened a second location in Jonesboro. That's right, Tommy's Express is now on Hilltop. Come experience the best car wash you'll find anywhere with the newest, most innovative technology in the auto wash industry. Plus, we have free vacuums, and our Tommy's Club Unlimited memberships start at just $19.99 a month, and those are good for all the Tommy's locations. So come see us seven days a week at Highland and Caraway and our brand new Tommy's Express Car Wash on Hilltop. Looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale? Then the team at Magnet Motor Company in Paragold can help. Fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet can take care of you with low-cost cars, trucks, and SUVs. You can pay with cash. You can pay with credit card. And Magnet also offers financing. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and call 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride today. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragold. The Storehouse has a new location, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, and they have everything for your business. Office supplies, office furniture, fireproof files, printer towers and ink, break room supplies, cleaning supplies, bathroom supplies, self-inking stamps, printing, and so much more. The Storehouse offers free delivery, and you can order online or over the phone if you need. The Storehouse, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, or call 870-972-6360. Put your business in the hands of the experts at The Storehouse today. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Uh, uh, welcome back. 
Kara and Andrew here with you for the Workday Red Zone 9303776. Just a, a quick college coaching note before we turn our attention to the Memphis Grizzlies. A familiar face is on the move as defensive coordinator, former Arkansas State defensive coordinator Joe Cawthon expected to be the next defensive coordinator at Stephen F. Austin. I liked Coach Cawthon. I like keeping tabs on him. He always kind of cracked me up in that Joe Cawthon kind of way. I don't know how to really describe it. Of course, he forever will be known as having one of the better coaching quotes in the past decade in Arkansas State football history. Not for a good reason, but of course it was several years ago when Arkansas State was in its first year under Blake Anderson and the Red Wolves had zero depth at defensive line. And Joe Cawthon stated that <laughs> stated that his defense can stop a hard charging marching band. And that continues to be an old favorite. <laughs> he was just uh exasperated at that point in time. He always would throw out the line that he thought offensive coordinators should be jailed and fined. But he was just uh he he was a good he was a good dude. Funny to funny to listen to when he got going. So uh, looking forward to seeing what he does there at, at Stephen F. Austin. Looking elsewhere, of course, uh, Grizzlies in action last night here on the ticket, and not an outcome that Grizzlies fans wanted, but probably one that nobody was necessarily surprised to see. It was one twenty six one fourteen was the final there in Milwaukee, and it's look the Bucks are good. Uh, they've not had the success that they had last year at this point in time, but they're still a really, really good team. They're really, really good at home. And, of course, a big thing for Memphis was the fact that they were playing without half their roster. Yeah, and even with their roster, it's really hard to beat this Bucks team. I mean, you got to play, even when they're not necessarily having as much of a great season, they're still really good, and it's a team where you have to play very good basketball to beat them when they're on. The Grizzlies were without uh, at least five players. Of course, Dylan Brooks is still injured and is going to be out for hopefully not quite the next month, although I think it, uh, in terms of a worst-case scenario, he could continue to be sidelined until almost the end of, of February. But uh, best-case scenario, of course, a lot sooner than that. But, you know, he was out. Desmond Bain was out. Kyle Anderson was out. Tyus Jones was out. I'm leaving out a couple more players. So, the Grizzlies were just going to have to be completely resilient and then be out there for 48 minutes, half of the team was, and that's just not exactly uh, really conducive to success. And so they... It's hard to win a basketball game that way. Yeah. Uh, you look at a team that just did not have enough players, did not have enough depth to be able to keep it going. Now, their star guys did what star guys do, and John Morant and J3 had phenomenal games. You know, Jaw 33 and 14... Jaron with with 29 but the big issue was the Grizzlies three-point shooting you know Bain is is phenomenal in that aspect and so the Grizzlies shot under 25 percent nine of 40 is a bad that is a bad number that's really (laughs) bad wow that's a game I honestly didn't really watch much of this one last night and I don't remember what I did watch the three-point shooting being that bad but Nine of, nine of 40 is apparently I missed uh, some of the most significant bricks of the evening because that's that's bad. The Grizzlies did, you know, they kept it respectable throughout the night despite being shorthanded. Uh, they had a monster, monster third quarter where they put up 40 points. 
And they did have it close when they were late in the game. In fact, I think they got it to, down to like a three-point deficit with just a couple minutes to go. But again, uh, dug down deep, kept fighting, just couldn't quite get over the hump in the comeback last night at Milwaukee. So you've got a day off now, and then they get back to it on Friday. But you need all of those guys that are going through health and safety protocols to be sick for like a day and then be able to test out of it and, and get back with you. Because if not, this is it, it continues to be a, a difficult road trip with what they've got coming up. It's not like all of a sudden it's going to get a whole lot easier. Um, they face Denver on Friday night and Denver, another team with, with a winning record. Then you look ahead to Sunday. They're taking on Dallas at Dallas. And way to go, Cade. Because undoubtedly, he and his friends, I think they just really ticked off Luka Doncic and, and this Dallas team. Because since, not that he was playing poorly before, but since Memphis and since Cade and his friends' chance of overrated at Luka when he was at the Stripe, Dude has kind of gone off. Um, <laughs> he has had some very good performances as of late. Uh, several triple doubles. And last night, he dropped 41, which was a season high. Also, 14 rebounds, which tied a season high. And I don't know how many assists he had, but I know he had at least 10 because he had a triple double. So It's insane. Thanks, Cade. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean, if you've ever watched old high school mixtapes on Overtime or any of those YouTube channels, every time the five-star gets the overrated chant, they always go off and win the game. It is just a rule. It's just a thing that happens. You, you know, it just, it happens. The Mavs have now won three, excuse me, four in a row uh, since that time against, um, since that win against Memphis. That was the start of a four-game win streak. And I apologize. I lied to you. Uh, Doncic did not have a triple double last night, just seven assists. But I mean, my gosh, forty-one to fourteen—that's that's good. Still that's good absurd, enough. Yeah. yeah, that's good enough. Forty-one point double double. Yeah. But since that win in Memphis, or including that win in Memphis, two double doubles in the last four games, and then the one of the ones that wasn't was, of course, that forty-one point performance. So all of a sudden, the Mavs have kind of caught fire a little bit, and they're four games back in the standings from the Grizzlies, and those teams are going to face each other Sunday. And there's a potential that, um, well, we know it's going to be in Dallas, which makes it a little bit more challenging, but there's the potential that the Grizzlies are still going to be shorthanded when they play that one. So just uh, not ideal. Not ideal at all. So Cade's getting sixth man of the year for the Mavs. I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing. We're going to have to give him some special grief for that. I fully, fully put that one on him <laughs> in terms of last Friday night's loss. And if there's a loss on Sunday, we're going we're gonna to point the finger there as well. But uh, elsewhere, again, Grizzlies off tonight. They'll be back here for you tomorrow night on, on the ticket. So we'll be looking forward to that one when they tip off against Denver at eight o'clock elsewhere in terms of pro news um have been trying to keep tabs a little bit on what's going on in in major league baseball and on the one hand it's kind of sort of nothing at all but on the other hand it seems like it's it's a whole lot we're at a point right now where baseball is supposed to start in in 70 days 
70 days. And although there's been little conversation, and there certainly has not been a huge back and forth publicly, like maybe we saw during the pandemic when the players and owners just could not seem to get it together and get on the same page. There is very much kind of an ominous vibe around anything you read in terms of the players and owners being able to get it together and agree on a new CBA to start the season on time. We're really not in a danger zone, I guess you could say, for a few more weeks in terms of worrying about missing games this season. But it's not going to be that far away. And I just keep wondering when when baseball gets to a point where, you know, what would have to happen for the public to kind of not forgive them? Because right now I, I can I can look at this and see and in, in side with one side or the other. But if we start losing games, I'm just going to kind of hate everybody involved in baseball. There won't be a winner. There will just be a loser and a bigger loser. And then yeah. as fans, we'll all lose out because we won't get to watch games that we love. 100%. So baseball has to get it together um, over the next few weeks. And, and nothing I'm reading makes me feel like they are going to. For those of you that subscribe to The Athletic, Ken Rosenthal with a really good article that was uh, posted yesterday where basically he is very blunt in the beginning of his article saying, starting out by saying, quote, not a single game should be lost. If it happens, the outcome will be inexcusable for Major League Baseball. It's true. It is true. And he yeah. elaborates much more throughout the course of the article. Uh, by the way, Ken Rosenthal, of course, kind of kicked out the door at the MLB Network for being critical of the league and for being critical of Rob Manfred. And uh, while he was not fired, his contract was not renewed, and he's one of the most respected media voices in baseball. So kind of wild that that happened, but that just shows you um, where it's all a mess right now. Baseball is at right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's not not. I mean, not Kate, good. Kate and I have talked about it a lot, but the other thing is, I mean, we saw it in the pandemic with the MLB. Is it's hard to be relevant when this is all happening and you can't play. So this is just going to make that worse. Baseball loses out on relevancy already because of right. its its marriage to cable and its blackout restrictions and its refusal to kind of get with the times and make its product available in, in more places. So it's already behind the eight ball there. And if you start losing games, right now baseball's biggest struggle is that I, I don't know how it is attracting new fans. Mm-hmm. The people that I know that that watch baseball on a regular basis, it's because we've watched baseball since we were kids. Or we played baseball in the front yard with our cousins and siblings and whatever. We've been invested in this sport for more than 20 years. We're getting older. Yep. Baseball fans are getting older. How are you attracting new people who love this game and whose attention spans are shorter than ever? Yeah, I agree. And baseball has never done anything to answer that. And now you've got this whole other situation where, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I'm going to save that rant for another day because with 70 days to kill until baseball is supposedly going to start and absolutely no no idea if that's going to happen, we can go back on this rant several more times. We need to take a break. We'll come back and wrap it up here today on the Workday Red Zone. 
Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. New Core Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. New Core Steel Arkansas and New Core Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits, and more. Go to jobs.net newcorear.com to create a profile and join Newcore's talent network. Then be online Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. when registration begins. Only a set number of applications will be accepted. Don't miss this chance to work for one of Northeast Arkansas's great companies, Newcore Steel. And apply for this entry-level production position Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. at jobs.newcorear.com That's jobs.newcorear.com. Newcore is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer, and a drug-free environment. 2022 is here, and the more some things change, the more one thing stays the same. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. At Mr. T's, they offer the coldest beer at the lowest prices. And that's not just some slogan. Go buy Mr. T's, and you're going to save serious money on their selection of more than 200 beers from around the world. The biggest selection and the best prices. No wonder they say it's worth the drive to Mr. T's. Just across the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Quick Lane in Jones is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Central Ford Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Ford has new inventory arriving every day, plus a great selection of quality pre-owned vehicles. Looking for an SUV? Select from several expeditions, edges, and escapes on the lot. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction, just off I-555 at Exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. COVID-19 cases are spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 12 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the program. Appreciate everybody who has tuned in today. 
9303776 is the number to call. Last call here on the phones. Last call for the KavanaughCars.com question. Just asking you how you see this week playing out for Arkansas State basketball, both the men and the women. What will the combined record be as the Red Wolves? Men host the Texas schools, the women on the road at the Alabama schools. And uh, you can weigh in with us. KavanaughCars.com, of course, brings you that question every day. They also bring you a great website to well we always tell you that it's where you can start your car buying process whether that's a new or new to you vehicle but i mean turns out you can flat out buy a car online if you so choose you can sit on your couch in your pajamas and on kavanaughcars.com pick out your vehicle figure out what your trade is worth calculate your payments get pre-approved buy your car and then boom Love that. You're all done. Now, I personally am, am a little bit of a do some research in advance and go see it in person kind of person. Same. But to each their own. Go buy you yeah. a car today. KavanaughCars.com. Super easy. Go for it. 930-3776 is the number to call. Trying to just go back and, and think of everything we've, we've touched on today throughout the program. Obviously, a lot of basketball talk with some really key games coming up tonight and on Saturday for Arkansas State. But do you want to encourage... You all later, if you missed it, to go back and check out the interview that we did with Butch Jones in the first hour of the program. A lot that we caught up on uh, with the A-State head football coach, of course, right now with classes just having started. No no football going on yet as the Red Wolves will not start spring camp until, well, March 14th was, was the tentative date. Haven't heard any changes there. But in the meantime, of course, they're already hitting the weight room. Uh, they're doing several things to get themselves physically ready for spring, as well as having started classes last Tuesday. So they got the Red Wolves Olympics going, and Butch Jones broke that down for us, even gave us the early front runner, Team Shake and Bake. If you ain't first, you're last. Great name. Great I, name. I think, I think, I'm trying to go back and think about the video that A-State football put out on the Olympics. I think... The captain there is Wyatt Beagle. Oh. I think. I like it. Now, if he, I feel like if he is, that that bodes well. Obviously, look, you want the guys in your quarterback room to be your leaders. Definitely. And there is a question about who is going to be the guy next season for Arkansas State. Will it be Blackman or Beagle or Daly? Will it be someone we're not even talking about yet? There's there's a lot of questions there. But to know that at least in that room, you know, two of your big possibilities were team captains, bodes well. James Blackman, a, a team captain as well. It looks like Wyatt Beagle was. And I thought it was funny going back and uh, looking at who the team captain selected. A, a lot of those guys went with guys in their room. So, for example, um, I think it was Andre Harris. His first-round pick was McKeelan Thomas. And Wyatt Beagle's first-round pick was... Uh, Jackson Daly, fellow quarterback. I think I saw a couple wide receivers pick some wide receivers. So we'll be looking forward to continuing ha- uh, to, to keep tabs on the Red Wolves Olympics. Although it, it does sound like it's going to be ongoing throughout most of the spring semester. So no quick answer on who the winner is. As Jones also mentioned, this will this will go through spring football. So maybe maybe sometime in April we can chat with the team captain for the winner of Red Wolves Olympics on the show. Also, sadly, it does not sound like they were doing, you know, Olympic, Olympics. So, 
Uh, I don't think we're going to get any videos about A-State curling or ice skating. Darn. <laughs> I can only name like four Olympic sports, by the way. Um, luge? Yeah, no luging. No. Gotta love some luge. Skiing. Snowboarding. No snowboarding. Isn't there like... Is snow No, snowmobiles like Red Bull and X Games. Isn't there like a an event where they cross-country ski and then shoot things? I don't think so. I don't know. What's the skiing with the... Um, I should know this. I'm going to be working for the Olympics. But what's the... The biathlon. They do. They go skiing oh, and then they have yeah. to like shoot stuff. You're right. I completely forgot about that. What's the skiing with the, uh, the gates or the flags? It's called something. For, uh, downhill? Maybe. Nordic combined? I think it's downhill is the one with the flags, if I'm correct. The slalom. Slalom. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to pretend that I just pulled that out of my own head and somebody did not send <laughs> me that message on, on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's a little assist and you slammed it home. It's fine. You know, everyone needs an assist every now and then. Uh, I can't wait for the Winter Olympics to start so we can talk about it like complete idiots on this show every yeah, day. NBC, just if like you're listening, I'm, yeah. I promise I know what I'm talking about. Please keep me employed. <laughs> well, I do not. But I tell you what, since you brought that up, you've got some fun news. It's going to be coming up in like a week. You're going to be involved in the the production of the Winter Olympics. I mean, tell us tell us about it. Tell us what's yeah. in store here. So I've talked about it before on the drive and the setup, but might as well make it three for three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be a production assistant for the Peacock Highlight Show, um, which will be on at night in Beijing and then at 5 a.m. here. So uh, bright and early if you want to, you know, well, you won't hear my voice, but... I'll be working on the highlights, cutting tape, and putting the highlights together. It's going to be fun. I actually met with my team this morning and uh, learned my hours will be midnight to noon, and I have to completely change my sleep schedule. Yeah. So that's going to be really rough. But you know what? I'm excited. I'll be in Stamford, Connecticut, not Beijing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. And like I said, it's on Peacock, not on cable. And it's the highlight show. I'll be. I'm. I'm excited. Okay. That's, I mean, look, that's awesome. It's going to yeah, be a great thank opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Uh, noon, midnight to noon. Good luck on that, though. Yeah, I'm going to need a lot of coffee and a lot of melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I actually met today, and my one of my bosses said, hey, uh, good idea to buy a sleep mask and some earplugs, because sleeping during the day, even though the hotel is going to be pretty quiet because everyone's doing the same thing, um, it's still really hard to sleep during the day. I would imagine. So... That was the recommendation, and I will take that to heart. <laughs> Again, good luck. We appreciate you helping us out this week because we know uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, we're just really not we're not going to hear from you for a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to try and call in um, for the setup and the drive, and then if Carol wants me on the workday red zone, I will too. Yes. But yeah, of course, just let me know, and I'll be happy to update you guys, and I'll probably sound like I haven't slept at all. And might come back and just fall asleep in the studio because of my new sleep schedule, but we'll see what happens. Just channel your inner Stetson Bennett. There you go. Just there you go. Kind of, sort <laughs> Good of. Good morning, America. Present yeah. <laughs> for your interviews, and you'll be all right. I will. I will. By the way, uh, quick, quick hat tip to Jeff who uh, sent us the assist with the slalom because Lord knows we were not going to get it Appreciate between the you, two Jeff. of us. <laughs>
Uh, thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in hour number one. And also appreciate Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones giving us a ring as well. Again, we'll have that interview for you later today at 953theticket.com. Also, thank you, Andrew for filling in today keep it here of course the setup with kate and andrew is going to be on after this followed by the drive at three o'clock have it here in the morning for the front row with budrow at seven rwrc radio with it jc comes your way at 10 and the workday red tone will be back tomorrow at noon so for andrew i'm kara thanks so much for hanging out can't wait to talk to you then have a great day